the two most successful teams in the UK, millions of fans worldwide, and brought to you by a pair of f***ing wolves. It's the Red Side Rivals Social. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to episode 20. That's a landmark, Lee Boy. That is a huge landmark, mate. Who, who would have thought it? <laughs> 20 thought episodes, it? mate. Episode 20 of the Red Side Arrival Social, where we talk news, banter, and debate about Manchester United and Liverpool. I am Brad, your co-host, and I am the United fan, and with me as ever is Mr. Lee Boy. The fan of the European champions. Oh, no. Yes, he just did, because it's the European special. He had to do it. Nice, nicely uh, segued into <laughs> I like you made it relevant. Made it relevant for this podcast. Sir. In fact, I don't like that you made it relevant. It's fucking annoyed me, but... <laughs> <laughs> European champions, yes you are. Six times if you need to be me. told every time I see you. <laughs> it's going to be every time until you win it next. So it's going to be a long few years. We've got Europa League, don't worry about it. That's where it's at. So, Europe. We have a chance We have a chance wrap to up wrap up this uh, Europa League draw if, if we uh, got a good result today. What does that mean? You um, guarantee you finish top? Is it second? No, just guaranteed to qualify yeah. uh, if, if we obviously get a win. But would you like to kick us off, Mr. Lee Boy, with European review of the Champions League the Champions. game week four? Game week <laughs> it's four? a match day four. Yeah. Oh, God. That's not as good like to say. So, yes. Yes, you would. Well, that's good to know. We had the reverse. Yes, I would. I would, I would like to be I would like to dive in, mate, yeah. So, we had the reverse fixture of Genk at home. So, after beating them 4-1 away, everyone was anticipating another high-scoring affair, weren't they? We were. And how wrong we were. What did we predict for this game? So, I think I predicted 3-0. And, and I predicted 4-1. No, I predicted 4-0. Say 4-0, yeah. Because yeah. I just thought you'd roll these. So, I think everyone was anticipating a huge victory at home. Under the spotlights, as I keep saying. Like, under the I love the nighttime he loves to games. Say under the lights. I love the nighttime games. Have you ever been there when the lights have been off? No. Right, so stop saying the lights. Only in my bedroom. <laughs> Prefer them not to see my face. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we won 2 1, mate. It wasn't really a convincing performance, if I'm honest. You can say that again. So, Milner came in and skippered the team instead of Henderson because he had a slight illness. And he actually phoned in at left back for Andy Robinson. She had a rare rest because he's usually playing every game. Touch wood. And Robinson, she said. Off the weakest list. <laughs> no, but it did sound like that. <laughs> so um, Andy Robinson didn't play. Milner filled in at left back, which two years ago I'd have said Milner was our best left and right back at the moment. No, he's not. So. That's one area we need to improve on and get a backup because obviously the unreliable Moreno is gone and Mil- Milner's just no, he's gone only and Milner is just not up to it when he when he when he fills in. He's a workhorse and he's a very good deputy skipper, but a left back not so much. A left back he is not. Um, and then he also made three changes to the team where Gomez came in, Keita came in, and Origi came in. And the Ox got another chance to start and minutes under his belt. And he seems to be getting better and better, mate. He's scoring a few goals. He scored in midweek against Arsenal, didn't he? Yeah. He scored two at Genk away and he scored again in this fixture. So we went 1 0 up. Origi created some chances. I, to be fair, I've been really harsh on him over the last few weeks where I said he's just a super sub where he only ever seems to have a positive impact when he comes off the bench and scores late goals and creates a bit of may- mayhem. I don't think that's harsh. I think that's 
true, isn't it? Yeah, but I think um, he's got obviously more to his game than just a super sub. And in this match, he actually caused a bit of creativity, caused a bit of danger. He got in behind their defence a few times early on, created our first chance. Him and Milner linked up quite well on the edge of their box. Nice little pass, one-two. Got in behind the defence, cut the ball back, and Milner slotted a low and hard pass into the box. And he got a bit of a deflection, and Genie sneakily got in there and dinked a little delicate chip into the top corner. And when there was like three or four players to beat to make it 1-0. And Milner then created a few more chances for Salah, for Origi, but didn't prevail. We didn't risk going any further with those. So like I say, I mean, all Liverpool fans expect to be five or six goals up. That didn't happen, and it was 1-0, and he got a bit edgy towards our time, and inevitably what happened? They scored. They did, off a very simple corner. It wasn't even a dangerous cross. I think it looked like everyone just switched off. And to be fair, Samata just powered ahead of past Allison, who was helpless to stun the cop to make it one all, And then a couple of chances before our time, they could have made it 2-1, and we would have been behind with all fans shocked. You're so shitting your review. No, we're not shitting you, because we've got to the final twice in the last two years, we won it. this season? You played shit? No, we've not. It's like we started... Why is my voice going so high-pitched? Because you're getting defensive. So, <laughs> so last year, we started off exactly the same way. Away from home, we were woeful. And at home, we just did enough to get through to knockout phases. Yeah. And then that builds up momentum. We're getting no, better true. and better yeah, this yeah, season. That's how you need to start a tournament, yeah. So... But still, he should be beating Genk at home more than 2-1. And scraping a win against fucking Red Bull Salzburg. 4-3, you beat him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, ma, ma, ma. At least we're in the Champions League. <laughs> God, so, so, batted back down there. <laughs> so, 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 like I say, one no all at half-time. And then second half, we got really lucky where there was some nice play. Origi put in a dangerous cross into the box, which was cleared by Genk, but not convincingly. And it just like, one of those like half-hearted clearances. Yeah. Salah picked up the ball on the edge of the box. A nice, skillful move. Laid it off to the ox. He then turned on a three, on a sixpence, on a 360. A 360 <laughs> And slotted it with his left foot, his weaker foot, smashed it into the bottom corner. It was 2-1. And then it was pretty much like your Bournemouth performance over the weekend, where we didn't really offer anything then moving forward. It's just... It was a bit of a flat performance. I don't know if that had something to do with Keita coming to midfield, Milner filling it left-back, Gomez playing centre-back, Origi coming in. He then made a few changes where Manny and Firmino came on to obviously kill the game off because Genk were looking kind of dangerous on the counter-attack and they could have obviously got an equaliser and it could have been a completely different match, if I'm honest. But the main thing is for me is that we continued the momentum. We got another win on the board. We're now top on nine points ahead of Napoli because they dropped points and we're sitting good to qualify. Yeah, you're not you're not mathematically qualified. No, no. If we beat if we beat Salzburg away or Napoli at home, we're guaranteed, aren't we? First or second. So I think, like I say, I think we've got Napoli up next, which is not next week. It's in two weeks' time, I think, isn't it? Yeah, it it will be. Yeah, because of international break. So we'll have Napoli at home, which is always a tough game. But looking at their recent form in the league in Syria. And in Europe, they did not look convincing. They played really well against us, but they've not really put in a performance since. So hopefully we can bring them back to Anfield, win one or two nil, get the job done, get mm, qualified. Get qualified. And then it's again like, it's like can, can, win, can we it? get to a third European Cup final? Mate? No. That's the question. Can't see it. No, not no. if we win them in the Premier League, no. So all in all, mate, I was happy. It wasn't the performance I wanted or the result I wanted because I needed the correct score. <laughs> yeah, definitely it wasn't the result <laughs> you wanted. Um, but we we got the win on the board. We're top of the league in our actual group, so we're setting ourselves up well to qualify. 
So did you see any of it? Did you watch your Mighty Reds? No, I didn't watch that. In fact, I did. I, I, I did catch a bit of it, but nothing, n- nothing too intense. I just had it on in the background, like for bits. But yeah, it's a bit I of a flat performance. That's a better thing. Yeah, basically. So, what would you say your main positives and negatives from the game were? The main positive is that a lot of people have been giving stick towards um, Navikita. So, he's obviously been out with a few niggling injuries over the last few months. And towards the back end of last year, he was one of our best performers. He's started to show a bit of form. He scored a goal or two. And then he got injured again. Since he's come back, he's not really had many many minutes or featured much. But he started every night and he created a few chances. But then he also gave the ball away and he got a bit ginger like... Did where it wasn't like accurate, like not like not like Jade in the sense that they were booing him, but like a bit a bit of frustration where he was like loosely passing the ball backwards and putting the side under pressure. But was it Fred th- in disguise? <laughs> no, he's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think he's going to come really good. He's he's very good. He, he's like box to box. He's no Steven Gerrard. Don't get me wrong, but well, he's one of those that makes runs in in behind the defense. And I think once he gets his confidence back, he'll start banging in goals and then we'll see a completely different player. So I think we just need to stay on his side and. Ooze confidence out of him. Klopp's doing the right thing. Ooze. I think Klopp's doing the right thing that he's slowly helping him feature in some matches where he's played a few minutes here, sub appearances, and then in Europe and the Carabao Cup, I think he'll feature it more and hopefully he can get that confidence back and force his way into the side. Because I think he's part of our best midfield, if I'm honest. Do you? Yeah. Wow. I think Genie, him, and Fabinho are the best three, in my opinion. All fit. All guns blazing, with the exception of the Ox. And I know that's controversial. Everyone's like, Jordan Henderson works his ass off. But I think he's going to be phased out the side in the next two or three years. Do you think he'd be the same team without him as your captain, though? Yes. Do you? Yeah, because I, I don't think he's a particular... He's a good leader. Like Off the field, he's, very, like, he's a good role model. And on the pitch, players respect him. But I think at times, he doesn't really... I think, if, it's, if anything, it's Van Dyke that shouts the orders and gets on people's cases I don't think Jordan's one for like, jaring people whether he does that in the change room at half time or at full time and behind the scenes a different matter but on the field you don't really see him like Stephen Gerrard would or Roy Keane would or Vieira you don't really see him stamping his authority and telling people and giving them orders do you not? Right, but he's, he's, he's a very good player don't get me wrong is it and he like I say he's, he is a good captain he's a good club captain but I think there's stronger people in our squad that could take over that captaincy moving forward okay so you heard it here first Lee hates Anderson no I don't hate him <laughs> so what was the rest of your results he had a little scumbag so the rest of the results he had a little scumbag eh so the, 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 wow Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that <laughs> wow so the rest of the results in Europe that evening, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> and Barcelona unexpectedly drew nil-nil at home to Slavia Prague. OMG. OMG. RB Leipzig won 2 nil away at Zenit. And we beat Genk, if you didn't know already. Napoli drew one all with Red Bull Salzburg, which again was a fantastic result for us. Valencia drew, sorry, no, they, didn't, they won 4-1 at home to Lille. Lille won 3-1 against Benfica. And the biggest surprise and best game of that week in general was Chelsea at home. Yeah. They came back from 4-1 down to draw 4-1. Oh, the Ajax game. That was a sick game, though. But they had a goal to Slough, which could have won it for them. So that was like a highly insane match. Dortmund won an interesting game against Inter Milan. They were 2-0 up at one point. Sorry, no, actually, no, I'm, I take that back. Inter were 2-0 up, and Dortmund wow. brought it back to win 3-2. No Bayern Munich won 2-0, standard, against Olympiacos. Juve won unconvincingly away to Lokomotiv Moscow, 2-1. Spurs won 4-0 at home to... That's the one, yeah. 
doesn't say that, does it? it doesn't <laughs> yeah. I, was like, I could see you reading that? that, and you were like, "This is not." Yeah, Red Star Belgrade. The concert felt well different, aren't they, when it's rubbed out? Yeah, it's weird. Um, and then Bayer Leverkusen won two one against Atletico Madrid, which is a surprise. PSG won one nil against the Club Bruges, and City drew one all, didn't they? With Atalanta. Oh, yeah. Walker going in that. Did you yeah. Say that? yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually saved the free kick. Though. <laughs> He like spilled it and had to grab it again. It was well funny. It's hilarious. And then um, there's a red card affair. Shakhtar Donetsk and Dan Rozagreb drew free all. Jesus, I didn't even see that one. Madrid won 6 0 against Galatasaray at home. Shit. So yeah, that's all. Carl's doing well at Galatasaray. <laughs> yeah. He's probably not even playing, is he? Just picking up the paycheck like he did at United. So the, the the most underrated player in the world scored two for Madrid in that game as well. Who's that? Benzema. I thought he was going to say Firmino, wasn't he? So all in all, mate. Positive result for us in the other, other side of the group on the top of the table. Top of the what? Top of the table. Top of the title. <laughs> top, top of the morning too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lee just turned into a 1940s chimney sweep for no reason. <laughs> right, let's go on. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk about your bar. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about... Oh, do you want to talk about Europa League? <laughs> Europa League, please. Oh, okay, no worries. So um, I went to United's game. Um, you did, mate. As I said, I was going to go. Um, and I'm glad I went, to be honest. It was a really good game from United's point of view. It was good to see that Oli put out a team that had a bit of intent. So I think he wanted to go and get this game done and dusted. And if you look on the Instagram video, we put one on every time we go to the game. We pin it to our page. So go and check it out if you're not following us. So I say on that basically before that I'd love us to to go out with a bit of intent and, and get it sewn up. So it was really good when I seen the starting eleven to see that we had Rashford, it had Martial, it had McTominay, Maguire, Wambasaka. Everyone was in there. The, the only under twenty three was there's Greenwood, who if you're going to argue that there's only one under twenty three one in there, you'd want it to be him. So Mata was in the number ten role, just behind the striker. Uh, Rojo was in, who is always in the absolute crazy man. And uh, Sergio Romero in goal, as as ever in the Europa League. So basically, yeah, we, we went out there and it was a totally different display as to the away game, the reverse fixture. We won 3 0. A massive surprise, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I won't say it was a massive surprise. It was just, it was more the performance that was a, be- was a surprise. I think we were always going to win. It was just how we were going to win. So the performance was really good. Goals from Mason Greenwood on the 21st minute, Anthony Martial on the 33rd and Marcus Rashford on the 49th. So all three front men scoring. So yeah, we went out basically, and from the start of the game, it was literally, you could just tell that Partizan coming to Old Trafford, it was just a bit too much for him. And United, with that with that front three, really formidable, we were just too much. So like I say, a much improved European display from us. First half was literally just all United. Um, the Partizan literally offered nothing just to put that into context partisan had two shots not even one on target for the whole game <laughs> as we had 14 and 7 on target which you some could say is unusual for us nice high and, unusual, uh, yeah so yeah the first goal came after us pushing and pressing quite a lot first goal came from greenwood who cuts in on the left hand side basically gets the ball played to him and you th- we'd had so many chances before this can i just say we we, we was coming so close I was really, I was right next to the pitch, and Martial kept going close. Rashford kept going close. We were just like it was only a matter hit, of time, hitting really. him over, and you just, you just thought it was a matter of time. And Greenwood gets the ball played to him inside the area. He, he doesn't shoot first time. Everyone thought he should have. Cuts in onto his left foot and uh, hits one in the bottom right corner. Sends the keeper the wrong way, and he just slots it coolly. 
And then our next goal was on the 33rd minute, Martial. Brilliant from him, to be fair. Did you see the goal? I haven't seen it, seen it, mate. No. no. So Martial picks it up and he's running, to, running into the box. Such quick feet. And uh, he beats two men. He's just like shifting it onto different feet. Nicks it past one, nicks it past another, and then the keeper's running out and he just gets his toe to it just before the keeper comes and just nicks it under the keeper and it rolls into the bottom corner. Quality, quality goal. It's a quality player, to be honest. Yeah, so we're waiting at half time, 2 0 up, and then we hit him pretty much straight after half time. We came out actually, and then for those first few minutes, I think they, they had a little bit of it was a, a bit go. edgy. They had a little bit of a go at us when they came out, and then on our first attack, Rashford scores. I don't know if you've seen this one, but this again was a, was a decent goal. Like basically, ball gets played up to to Young, who who like hits one down to set up Rashford who on the left of the area, and he scuffs his um, his his layup for Rashford a little bit, which like helps Rashford beautifully. So he scuffs it, and it just takes all the pace off the ball. So he just sits, there, he just sits there for yeah. Rashford, and he just unleashes a left-footed shot, bang straight into the roof of the net. It's a brilliant goal. And then yeah, that. After that, the game kind of... We were 3-0 up, it was second half. The game kind of Just really didn't, right kind of did nothing, yeah. So there's nothing really much to talk about other than other than those those three goals kind of job done. And, and the reason why I didn't see the goals is because I've been in London, mate, so I apologise, I've not... No, you should have seen it. You should have cancelled your plans. His birthday plans, by the way, in London. 29 again. 43 years. <laughs> <laughs> you should have cancelled them to watch United in the Europa League. Must try harder. What was your positives? Because you seem very upbeat about this performance. Thanks. You've, you've got to ask me, haven't you? When I seem so upbeat. <laughs> no, positives were just basically that we went out and showed what we should be doing against these lesser teams, to be honest. I think that was a lot to do with the fact that it was a lot stronger team, to be fair. But I was a bit confused after the game as to whether we were qualified or not. So I think I say on the Instagram video, I'm like, we're through. And I was like, hang on, I don't think we are. <laughs> I best check this. Yeah, but we're, mathematically we are through. We could still finish level points for third place, but we'd, we'd go through. So, I mean, it's done and dusted now, isn't it? It doesn't really matter what you do now. You can concentrate on other things. So that's always good. So that's my main positive is that we're through and we've got a decent record. We've not been beaten. And that's what you wanted at the start of the season, wasn't mm, it? Not conceded either, so good. I mean, you're going strong in both comp- cup competitions. Aren't obviously, you? It's, it's it's a lot easier, isn't it? But it's just it's it can. It be, will get hard though. Be, the more yeah, you yeah, progress, yeah, someone once it gets to this last thirty-two and the Champions League teams drop in, it'll it'll get harder. But yeah, it's um it's good to see. It's, it can be a good confidence builder if you have a good game in that midweek. So. And it's a good experience for younger players, aren't it? Because if they're being integrated into the squad like Greenwood playing yeah. in Europe, it's only going to help them, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, 3-0. Um, in terms of negatives, really, I just feel like there is no negatives from that game. I'm not, in, I'm not getting like too overly excited, but just from that game in particular, there wasn't really many negatives to, to go off, really. So I'll just stick one out and say no negatives. That's the first time I've ever said that, I think. Who's your next fixture? Uh, so next up, we have got Astana away. Astana away. Yeah. Which didn't ever speak. It'd be a, a long journey, but you should turn them over, shouldn't you, really? Which, even if we draw, like it takes like a young team out, depending on the fixtures with the under-23s. But, um, Do you want to run through some of the um, other games? And, as Meatloaf and... said, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I know Meatloaf songs. <laughs> So I'll just, um, like I say, every week I'll just pick out some of the um, the better games. So Arsenal were actually held to a draw against Vittoria. The other game in our group was Altmar v Astana and they battered them 5-0. Is it Altmar that was battered Astana 5-0? It was Red Card City for some bizarre reason in Europa League. Cluj won 1-0 and they got a sending off. Ludogorets got beat 6-0 by Espanyol Jesus. and there was a sending off. 
CSKA Moscow only managed to draw away at some team, I can't even say the name, and there was a sending off. Wolfsberger of Austria got beat at home against Istanbul and there was a sending off. <laughs> and Braga and Besiktas, Braga ran out 3-1 winners and there was a sending off. <laughs> like, insane, I don't know what was going on. St. Setien drew 2-2. Bayern Mönchengladbach v Roma was a decent game by all accounts. Uh, Mönchengladbach won 2-1. They're flying high in Germany as well, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wolves won again in uh, in Europe. Feyenoord drew one all with Young Boys. Rangers beat Porto 2-0 at home. Jesus. Which is a good result for them. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just touch on one other one, which was... Oh, sorry, two other ones. LASK beat PSV at home 4-1, which is a crazy one. And Celtic beat Lazio away from home. Sure, really, with, yeah. with an absolute scenes, like a 90-plus-something winner. 90 plus 5 winner in the end it's madness they went down they went behind really early as well so obviously there was a lot of tension there with that game with all the Lazio because they're horrible fans the Italian fans aren't they especially the Lazio ones yeah so there was a lot of um, a lot of anguish around that game so yeah good result that for Celtic so in terms of us that leaves us top of our groups like I say with a trip away to Astana next so what are we going to say about predictions then, mate? Well, I predicted for this, I predicted a 2-0 and we won 3-0. That's good. I was close. I can't remember what you I said. I think I Oh, you said, said the same as the reverse fixture. You I said 1-0, didn't I? You yeah, said yeah. 1-0. So again, no points on the board in the predictions. Nil Remains 4-2 to me. It does. And we need to throw out predictions. Although we haven't got any fixtures next week. It's in two weeks' time, isn't yeah, it? We so, should throw some predictions out there for that. Yeah, so we have got, as I've said about three times now for some reason, we've got Astana away in our next fixture on the 28th. Which... Where are they based, Astana? Is it Serbia or something? No, that's uh, part of Zambo grade. Astana are from Kazakhstan, so it is an absolute trek. So what you might say is... With us being qualified, it's going to be hard to predict. Send out the youth, youth team. With us being qualified, send out the youth team to Kazakhstan. Might be it doesn't a, matter what the result is, just yeah. go and gain some experience. So I'm going to say, a stand report, though, they've just been beaten 5 0 by Azer Altmar at home. So. What are you saying then? <laughs> you waiting for me? <laughs> don't know what to say. I don't think we're going to score, so I'm just going to say something nil. I'm going to say, it's 2 2 low? Surely. Bad against them at Old Trafford and beating one. You were awful at Old Trafford. We were bad. You came. You had loads of chances, to be fair, but you were awful. Wasteful. That's the word I'll use. Two nil. No. No. Three nil. Three nil. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go for. With it being away, and like you say, who are you playing that week? Who's your week week fixture? This would be important to my prediction. (laughs) Well, yeah, you're doing well off it so far. (laughs) So, what do you want to know? The fixture before. The fixture before and after. Fucking hell. So before we've got Chef United away. Would you like to know the fixture after? Just right, to give you City Derby. It's Villa. Villa. Is that away? At home. So <laughs> does that help you now? So you should get it. this prediction right so now. So I'm gonna say that you're gonna win fourteen nil. One nil. Okay. So we've got a three nil and a one nil. Okay. So who is a it safe. Beat? Low-key performance. Um, we're playing Napoli at home on the 27th of November. Okay. So, obviously, this is a highly important game because if we win, it guarantees a qualification. And it's one bam, thank you, Pam, again. In between... <laughs> <Who's> this Pam? <laughs> Miss Anderson. <laughs> um, it's in between Palace away beforehand and then Brighton at home afterwards. So, I don't think... We, not that we won't be too concerned about Brighton at home, but 
you'd like to think we'd pick up points there, wouldn't you? But the Palace one's the biggest game, really, away. That'll take a lot of us. you playing it before and after. This is just you. I'm ahead by two, <laughs> and I'm not bothered who you play before or So after. I'm going to say, at home, 2-1. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Was that your score? No, it wasn't, to be fair, but I think that's a good prediction. I think that's that's a very good prediction. I might say one all. No, I don't think you'll get beat. Yeah, I'm going to say one all. I'm going to say one all. You don't think we get beat? This is predicted a draw, so... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> My theory is flawed. <laughs> I'm going to say one all. One all. Yeah. Right. Predictions are in. Who will win? They beat win? you last time, right? Yeah, they beat us 2-0. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, okay, one all. Yeah, yeah. Right, okay, so that's that predicted. And that's the European one wrapped up. Hopefully I'll get another one and make it 5-2. Like I say, you get, you're a bit like Liverpool fans last season. What? Not no offence to us all. <laughs> we got a bit excited when you were ahead. And what did City do? They closed the gap. And we lost out by a point. So hopefully that's what I'm going to do to you. Lose by a point? No, win by a point. <laughs> I hope you do lose my <laughs> Right, okay, so that's the European special all wrapped up. All wrapped up, mate. So, so it's onwards and upwards to the upcoming Premier League fixtures. So that's us qualified and you nearly qualified, so it's, oh, we're doing all right. So thank you very much for listening, everyone, as I say, as ever. We really, really do appreciate you listening in to us. And if you're coming back every week, then thanks very much. You're the best. You are the best person. <laughs> you. Yeah, you. You, you, no, yeah, you. Talking about you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks very much. If you're listening on iTunes, you could leave us a five star review if you want. Uh, that would be much greatly appreciated because it helps us be more visible and stuff when people search for podcasts. So, thanks very much if you're going to do that or thinking about doing that. But if you want to contact us for some reason or you want to talk to us about anything we've talked about or you, you don't like leave, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> then you know, get in touch with redsiderivals at gmail.com. And on social media, we're at Redside Rivals on Instagram and Twitter and Redside Rivals Social on Facebook. Just a quick thank you to Will Rice for our musical theme at the start of the show. And that's all of us done until the next European Game Week. In two weeks' time, mate. Yeah, so we've got two weeks for that and then we'll be back with Game Week 12, yeah? That's right, yeah. Game Week 12. Hopefully a massive win for the Reds, but... Yes. Well, it's a big, big game. You City, Liverpool... I could be crying into this microphone next week, mate. You could be crying in the discotheque. <laughs> so, thanks for listening, and we will see you for game week 12. Say bye, Lee. Goodbye, Lee. You still talking about yourself in third person. <laughs> see you later, thanks for listening. Ta-ra. Bye. <laughs>